So I said to the woman, I said, oh, are you guys married? And she said, no, we're not married. And I said, um, are you boyfriend and girlfriend? She said, nope. I said, so why are you here? And she's like, oh, we just like to hang out and blah, 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 blah. How old were you? I would have been nine, maybe 10. Okay. And I said, oh, so you're a slut. Stop. <laughs> yeah. You're listening to the Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Slappy, slappy, make daddy happy. Okay, really quickly, the grossest thing just happened. I think this is probably one of my, not biggest fears, but one of my fears. This actually happened to me um, a few years ago, but it wasn't an earwig. Um, So basically Cooper has, like our kids have Yetis, the straw ones that they fold down. And he just went to go take a sip of it. And then just casually was like, oh, ew, and like spit something out. And then I was like, what? And he was like, oh, there was an earwig in my straw. And I was like, but I was trying not to be like panicky because that is just the absolute grossest. And he was like, yeah, that was kind of funny on my tongue. And I was like, was it funny? Because I would be projectile vomiting. The story gets worse. Oh, yeah. It's so it was still alive. I walked up. Yeah. The dang thing's just kind of like crawling away. Like, oh, (laughs) I just I just saved myself from that death. There is an earwig infestation in Ontario. Uh, well, there's an earwig infestation here, wherever yeah. here is. Yeah, no, it is in Ontario. Uh, TikTok told me because it's insane. And I so gross. So there's two things that I there's two things mm-hmm. about earwigs. Number one, earwigs for me always reminds me of my sister Michelle. Okay. My sister Michelle <laughs> one time sat on a toilet. Oh, yeah, yeah. And an earwig. Pinched her ass, <laughs> like straight up pinch, like ow, ow. There's an earwig on my butt. Anyways, I always thought to myself, how does that ever happen? Yeah. Well, let me tell you. Two weeks ago, while I was going to the washroom, after I was finished, I stood up and guess what? An earwig there was an ear. Uh, no, there no. was an earwig walking up the side of Ooh. the toilet. So had I done my normal stay and play i would have i i too would have been pinched by pay for once play at three like what's that what? like the resort all oh, the pay resorts yeah stay one stay play one win. play at three yeah sit on the toilet for pee but also poo and a little master boo <laughs> i don't know why that, i don't know why that came up. i got a funny story about that <laughs> anyways it was freaking disgusting um, anyways yeah the other thing about your wigs so yesterday I'm in the back or two days ago, I'm in the back with Mike and we see earwigs. And I said to Mike, Mike, do you have a bunch of earwigs in your house? He's like, yeah, it's crazy. And then I went over to said earwig and the motherfucker flew away. They fly. And that's what I said. I said, Mike, earwigs don't fly. He's like, no, they don't. I'm like, this one did. Maybe it wasn't an earwig. I'm thinking. It's like a hybrid like version of them. I truly believe that Ugh, uh, I'm honestly getting physically that ill thinking insects, about like the speed in which an insect multiplies. Yeah. Uh, therefore genetic genetically modifies itself is like way, 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 way faster than what we're capable yeah. of doing. 
And I can swear to you that ladybugs when I was a kid are not the same ladybugs that I see today. (laughs) Oh, God. It's like the Mandela effect of insects. <laughs> well, maybe it is. Maybe we're living in a different time zone. Maybe we're living in a different alternate reality. Riddle me this, people. Do but you remember earwigs flying? Yes or no? Because it's a hard no for me. Yes or no? Do you remember ladybugs being aggressive? Yeah. Yes or no? No, they were never aggressive. No. They were gentle. They were gentle. Not even giants. I was going to say little <sighs> gentle giants. They weren't. In fact, what's that TV show that uh, Riley and Cooper used to watch where they're the elves? And they fly on them. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't even know. Something something in Kingdom. Like yeah, the whatever yeah. Kingdom. Anyways, yeah. that TV show, the ladybug is depicted as a really nice, innocent little thing. But you That's how had, I remember ladybugs. You and might the have writer, been bitten by a beetle thing that looks like a ladybug. The writers of that show obviously are from my generation. <gasps> and they have fond memories mm-hmm. of ladybugs. Ladybugs are, are not nice anymore. Mm-mm. They're aggressive. And they fly. Well, I guess they've always flown. Speaking of bugs... Um, I was away this weekend at Eco Adventures. It is glamping at its finest. We went, I went last year with my mom, but I went uh, this time with two of my girlfriends. It was so much fun. Um, and I'm going to talk about the, <laughs> some things that were like, not like people don't care about that. Like we had a great time, but I want to say two things. One, it's like, you know, the saying, what grinds my gears. I have now just officially noted that it's going to be called for me, which, what turns my tits. <laughs> I don't want to be Peter Griffin. I want my own. Cause I'll that's like, where I'm from, right? You know what yanks my dick? No, it has to be like alliteration, like T and T like turns my tits. So like, you Why? know, it pisses off my penis. Like, <laughs> like it has to be the same letter. You know we'll what disappoints work. my dick? <laughs> <laughs> when I'm not getting any. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what disappoints my dick when it's not being used. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Oh, Brittany, another D and D night, I guess. (laughs) Everyone thinks you're playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, Ryan's on the D and D again. Okay. I got nothing but D and D tonight. (gasps) Big night. Mm, Little D and D. (laughs) Disappointed dick. (laughs) Okay, we're never gonna be able to say this in front of our friends. Oh, whatever. Twists my tits. Yeah. Whatever. This is what twists my tits. But grinds. My gear. Oh, yeah. yeah GG. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, but Grimes is with a G and uh, the other one's with a J. Okay. So we have a. You know um, what perks my, di- perks my penis? There you go. Perks my penis. But perks is like happy. Oh, yeah. Oh. You just, well, just you, think about you it. You deal we'll, with your story because we'll I've already it. heard your story. Okay. So, yeah, I'm gonna, so you're just going to stop listening? I'm going to I'm gonna look at random P words. No, you have to you have to interact with I am. Me. I am. I promise. Anyways, okay. So this is what happened. So we're staying at. Um, this eco adventures and it's really cool. There's multiple different places you can stay in, but we stayed in um, a yurt, which is just like a super fancy tent. It has a bathroom in it. It's really awesome. And each of these yurts have their own like campsite. So you get your own fire pit and your own like Muskoka chairs. So ours, um, our little fire pit and our chairs backs on to like a forest that has like a drop off. So there isn't any access from like, like the other yurts beside us. You cannot go through our campsite to get to the other one in the back. You can go in the front because it's all open that way, but the back is a private little like sanctuary. So we're there and uh, we're inside and we're just chatting. And all of a sudden the children of the corn come out and there's a bunch of kids in our backyard. And we were like, what the hell? So at first we were like, okay, like they're kids, right? We're all moms. So we were like, whatever, that's fine. 
And then it happens like three or four other times. And so it got to the point where it was a little um, frustrating because like we were changing or like it's like literally Jen was making me laugh so hard. She's like every single one of these kids that just walked through like they have to go around our fire pit through our Muskoka chairs, stared her in the face, like into her eyes as they walked by. (laughs) She's like, what if I was changing? And they all just like looked into my soul. So I went outside and this little girl's walking by and in our place again, just like taking her time. I'm like, Hey sweetie. I'm like, can we help you? And she's like, just staring at us. I'm like, like, what do you need? Like, where's your campsite? She's like, I'm looking for my sister. I'm like, okay, well, she's not back here. I'm like, let's, let's go try to figure out where she is. So I take her out to the front and there's a mom who's walking by with the other group of kids. And, uh, I'm like, okay, sweetie, like, do you know where your sister is like loud enough that she kind of like the mom I'm hoping is like hearing. She's like, oh, sorry. She's like, yeah, like they're, they're all over the place. And I was like, no worries. Like I have two kids, like no big deal. And then it continued to happen. And this for me, like, it was a little frustrating because I think it's just as me as a parent, if I, if my kid does something that is affecting somebody else, like in whatever they are doing, I am like hyper aware of that now. And I don't want that to happen again. Right. And maybe that's just me, but it was Jen and Jamie too. Like we were all like, what the hell? And so it, it just kept happening. And we were like, just flabbergasted. And I can't tell you how like, not okay. Like it, it wasn't like there was a trail behind our campsite. It was a private like site. They're just hanging out in your backyard. Yeah, absolutely. It was like that. And all the other ones, like, because they, we were in between like two families, I think. So they were just like kind of going back and forth, but they were exploring all of them. Did those families know each other or they met there? No, no, they went together, but like, Oh, that would have been, it would have been good for you to be shoved over to the other side. Um, that sucks for the kids, but it doesn't, it doesn't because their camp, like their fire pit and all of their chairs were, was at the front of their yurt. There was no need to go, in the back, like you all, both of their sites, theirs were at the front because you didn't have access at the back. And this is beyond it being like an invasion of privacy. The, the drop off it's dangerous is so dangerous. How like, old were these children? Honestly, anywhere from seven to the youngest was probably three. Like it was like to maybe even younger than that, because I, at one point was trying to talk and he just stared at me like, uh, like what's happening. And I was like concerned for their safety because they would have fallen down the hill. Like literally it was like the biggest drop off. So that was like a little frustrating. They didn't do it after like the 16th time it kind of just stopped. But the other thing I wanted to tell you that I didn't tell you is we went ax rowing and, uh, it was me, Jamie and Jen. So it's the three of us. And then there were two other groups of two. Okay. So they were like, how do you guys, um, like, how do you want to split up here? We were, there's two groups because there's two ax throwing like locations. So they were like, why don't we do like, we could do like one person from the three over here. We were like, like it's, it's, both of them and us like this isn't a mixer why are you trying to like split us up it was so weird so finally like somebody was like I said well why don't we stay together and like the two groups can stay over there and they're like yeah yeah and then the one guy took it so so seriously so we were all practicing and the one guy throws his axe okay and this is after all of all of us like just completely bailed and it was like a far distance this wasn't like battle axe like it was way harder And so he gets it like on the board. And so 
were like, I'm very sarcastic. So I was like, oh yeah, okay. Like you've, he hasn't done this before. Like, okay, he probably works here. <laughs> I don't, I've never done this. And I was like, okay. Like I was just joking. And he was so serious about it. I've never, I swear. And then his lovely wife, he hasn't, he's literally never done this. I'm like, I know. I was like, I was just joking. Like I, it's just cause he was so good. Yeah. I don't work here. I'm like, got it. No problem. Like he was cute. You know, people don't know your sense of humor no, when know, they've never met you before. But it was so but obvious. What I'm gonna, this is what I'm going to say. It's like, at the same token, if a complete stranger makes a comment like that, 99.8% of the time they're joking. And while I was laughing and smiling. Yeah, they're joking. Just a heads up. Yeah. Just in case you funny. overhear someone say, hey, that person probably works here. It's actually a compliment because you're good at something. Yeah. And the person's being funny. Have you ever had an embarrassing BO moment? I sure have. Like the time I thought the teenage boy beside me at the grocery store stunk only to get in my car and realize it was me. (laughs) Embarrassing. But we've got the solution. Lumi whole body deodorant. Say goodbye to BO worries forever. Unlike some other deodorants, Lumi is powered by mandelic acid, a game changer for 72 hour odor control everywhere. It was inspired by patients' concerns about private part odor. Six years on and with over 300,000 five-star reviews, Lumi keeps us confident from head to toe. Plus, it's seriously safe anywhere on your body. Pits, thigh folds, belly buttons. Don't forget under boobs and vulvas. Yes, this is true. Plus butt cracks and feet. Created by an OBGYN, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor for up to 72 hours. Baking soda free, paraben free, and with fresh scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage and toasted coconut and for new customers the lumi starter pack has you covered with a solid stick deodorant cream tube deodorant two free products of your choice and free shipping don't miss out as our special offer you get five dollars off lumi starter packs with code tlc at lumideodorant.com that's right over 40 percent off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code tlc that's l-u-m-e deodorant.com control your body odor anywhere with lumi I love starting my day off with a breakfast that makes me feel good. This also involves waking up before my kids to have those quiet moments of peace before the chaos. Absolutely. And Magic Spoon is perfect for that. No artificial ingredients, natural flavors, and zero artificial coloring. Plus, it's great for various lifestyles, whether you're gluten-free, soy-free, or just want to add some more protein. And the variety pack is amazing with flavors like cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. So nostalgic. My favorite has to be frosted. It's like a guilt-free treat with zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four to five grams of net carbs per serving. Wholesome ingredients, no artificial flavors or dyes. It's a game changer. So if you're looking for a tasty breakfast, quick snack, or an easy meal, Magic Spoon's got you covered. Head to magicspoon.com slash TLC and don't forget to use the code TLC at checkout to save $5 off your order. And here's the best part. If you don't love it, Magic Spoon has a 100% happiness guarantee. They'll refund you your money, no questions asked. Try a delicious bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com slash TLC. Use code TLC to save $5. A big thanks to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. So back to the kids thing. Yeah. So I feel for you guys, you're absolutely right. Invasion of privacy, especially if the back of the year is where you guys change and get all naked and stuff. <laughs> I must admit, as a kid who grew up in the summers at a trailer at a trailer park, we roamed 
we roamed the trailer park like mm-hmm. crazy roamed yeah. it walked through people's campsites because you have to take a path all the way up and then to the right and then all the way but back there, down or no you just walk path. right through people's campsites and go I to the just, other side and i would be lying if i said i didn't just do that no no we got in trouble not, we yeah. got in trouble a bunch of times yeah. there's especially in like because the campsites that we grew up in they were like permanent home yeah, yeah. campsites um and like people live there mm-hmm. for the whole summer or at least like yeah. half of the year live there. And so the elderly people that live there really didn't like when we I did get that. It. And I used to be like, piss off. Yeah. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to save myself a walk around here. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not doing anything. I'm not peeping through your window. I'm literally just trying to save some time here. So I feel for those kids, especially if they were seven years of age, but the three-year-old, that's a little bit of a different right, story. There was like, I swear there was like nine, 10 kids. Like so, it was like a, a, a parade of children. So DK sent One or me, two times, fine. So DK sent me 10 a, to 12 times, come on. So DK sent me something because DK and Andy, they have a trailer and mm-hmm. we went there and had a good time there. And she sent me this video. Did she send you the video? It's like trailers are like- No. Just an excuse to drink. Yeah, true. So when you take your kids camping, yeah, and in you your don't. case, you're not camping. Let's be clear. You had uh, you had a uh, Keurig machine. No, yeah, I no, brought, you no, didn't. I brought the Nespresso. You had a Nespresso machine <laughs> with you. I didn't so you say we were camping. camping. I said we were glamping. Glamping. No, I understand. But what I'm getting at is when parents bring their kids to these glamp sites or campsites, the truth of the matter, especially when there's a group of people, multiple campsites. They just want to drink and have the kids play. That's exactly it. it. So it's like, I understand it's inconvenient for you. I got a cool, I got a funny story, but I got to share with you What your understanding is, is we had so much patience, so much patience. And we were like, listen, at the end of the day, it's really not like who gives a shit. It got to the point where it was like, when we were changing, it was uncomfortable. And then beyond all of that, it was a pure safety thing. Like literally your kids are on the edge of a huge drop down. What, like what is happening here? And I agree with you. They like the moms obviously went and wanted to have a good time, have some drinks around their campfire. I'm so here for that. It's also something like one of the girls said, they were like, you know, I think it's just like when you're away and you don't have your kids, you don't, you want, don't kids. want other people. You don't want kids, kids around, right? You're don't, you don't want kids. So we Absolutely. were like, okay. And again, it happened like a dozen times. So if it was like a few times, literally this wouldn't even be a story, but it was so many times that I was like, bro, here's, like, the, come fu- here, on. here's the funny thing about our generation. I feel like we are so protective of our children. Mm-hmm. Riley wants to go across the street, not across the street. She wants to go down the road, three houses down the road. And what do I do? We watch. I watch her walk to the house. Yeah. My parents. Yeah. Come home before the streetlights are on. I'm not even joking. That's just the way that it was. And their generation. They didn't care. They didn't care at all. Pack yourself a lunch. Yeah. Here's a piece of bread. Pack yourself a lunch. Have at it, kids. I find like today you look at that situation and say, oh, the cliff was whatever. I can guarantee you with certainty I would have scaled down that hill. No, you wouldn't. As a kid. We would have scaled down it. Maybe. There's no chance. Too young. If I was at a, a campsite and I saw that there was a a cliff of some sort, I can guarantee you as a kid, especially at seven, I would yeah, have scaled up some, and down it. Honestly, right. There is a cliff on the other side. So there's two rows of yurts that is unscaled. You would die. Okay. Well, maybe I would have chose <laughs> not that died. one. You would have died. Maybe I wouldn't have gone with that one. Anyway, right. uh, it just, it was like one of those things where we were like, okay, like it's not bothering us, but at the same time, like, come on. 
So let's change subjects for a moment here because I like this one. And uh, this is this is actually what our podcast is supposed to be about today. So let's jump into this, shall we? Okay. A couple of weeks ago, Riley said something to me that hurt my heart. And we all know yes. that. She said some things that hurt my heart and we shared it. And it was there were a lot of you that had some feedback around that. It was all positive. And, and it just Ryan's referring to like where basically Riley is now more interested in hanging out with her friends than she is hanging out with us. So we were like, oh, we love you so sweet. And yeah. <laughs> and that was sweet and that was cute. And how she postured it was amazing. Daddy, I will always love you. But right. Well, yesterday, Riley came up to me and said, Daddy, can I have a hug? I'm like, yeah, sure. Obviously. So I gave her a hug and she hugged me and she squeezed me nice and tight. And then she backed off and had this like perplexed look on her face. And I'm like, what? What's wrong? And she's like, um, I thought you were skinnier. I'm like, what? So savage. I'm like, what? And she's like, well, I just, I thought you were skinnier. And, uh. So I got to be honest, I was pissed Mm -hmm. and I walk away and I can't help it. But I'm like, I walk away. I'm probably seven steps away. I'm like, what the fuck? No, you didn't say that. Yes, I did. To her? No, to myself. Oh, I heard you walk away and then like a couple steps. And then I heard, don't say that to people. Yeah, literally, (laughs) literally. I'm like, I walk away. I'm maybe 10 steps away from her. I'm like, what the fuck? I can't let that not happen. Like, I can't say, I can't not say something. Right. So I turn around. I'm like, Riley. You can't say that to people. You can't say that to people. And she's like, what? What? And she always plays this like innocent. I know. I I don't know what you're talking about. And then she gets this like weird look on her face, which if you're listening to this in a car, you can't see my face. But there's like, and she like drops her mouth down and opens her tongue up. This is her tell of like when you know that she's in the wrong. I don't know. What's wrong? I wasn't saying you're fat. I'm like. Yes, you were. Well, I didn't mean it like that. I just, I, I looked at your shirt and I thought that. It was like bulky on the sides because she was telling me about this. She's like, mom, I wasn't trying to hurt dad's feelings. And I, and I, she did say, and I see that it, it probably came out that way, but his shirt on the sides were bunched up and I went to go straighten his shirt. And I, and I got, what came out is like, I thought that you were skinnier that like I didn't. And I'm like, Riley, literally here's a shovel for the rest of the hole that you're digging yourself. Like you made a bad comment you can't say that. And yeah, like no. your dad's upstairs crying. Terrible, terrible. And so. <laughs> Uh, it got me thinking a couple of things about how shitty kids can be yeah like kids say some mean things Mm -hmm. and so Brittany and i started doing some research for this podcast and and believe it or not there's a ton of articles uh that are available to you and i'm sure there's a ton of experts that are available to you on how to manage this Mm -hmm. so without without being like what the without saying without doing what i did (gasps) essentially and so I'm going to go through this list with you and then let's just kind of talk about it. And then I've got some funny stories to share of like what kids say and funny yes. things that they said, including some of the things that I said in my life. I actually do have one. Do that you? Was said to me, not that I said. Okay. So here are the top five or, or here are the five steps that you need to take when your kid says something mean to yes. you, mean spirited to you. Right. Number one, this was not, this was not Wasn't, what I did. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, try to not take it personal. God, it's so hard though. Like, how do you, how? When your kid says something like, I hate you, although you're like offended by that, you 
you got to realize that they're managing some emotion. Okay, so that. But my question is, is how? Because I feel like if if they said I hate you, okay, which our our kids have both said all that the to time. us. For me, <laughs> all the time. You, not so much. Cooper said it to me last night. Really? Yeah, in a nice way. Oh, okay. So that I feel like is easier not to take personally than a direct insult to your appearance. You're a fat. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, but seriously, I do think it's different because when they're saying something like, I hate you, it's typically coming from a feeling of frustration and anger that they don't know how to express, right? Where when they're like, maybe I guess it is the same. Like if they're just trying to hurt you because they're hurt, yep. but at the same time, like the fuck. So when someone calls you, when your child says something like, oh, you're not very attractive or, <laughs> or you should lose some weight or something along those lines. Or at least, mom, oh, mom, you didn't put makeup on today. Number one step. You look tired. Try not to take it personally. They are just expressing what they think and what they think, <laughs> although you're not supposed to take it personally, it's sometimes personal. Yeah. But do yourself a favor. And try not but to take it personally. Because the whole thing is, is that we often forget that kids are communicating with their brains that are not fully formed. So what we think is like, why would you say that? Like in common sense, isn't like that common for them. They right. don't really have that sense. They so, didn't realize that they have to filter those thoughts. Yeah, their actual feelings might be different, but that's how they, that's how it came out. Here's which is, why it's important not to take it personal. Because step number two is give yourself a time out. Yeah. When your child, which I also did not do, yeah. when your child says something, don't take it personal because when you take it personal, your immediate reaction is to react to it. Mm -hmm. So recognize that they're, they're just saying words. Sit with those words in a timeout. Gather your thoughts, gather your feelings, gather your emotions so that you can educate them afterwards. And when you start to educate your children, you start by letting them know that what they said to you hurt your feelings. Now, I have heard many things about this subject matter. Mm -hmm. Some things, some people, some experts say, absolutely always tell your kids that they've hurt your feelings. Yeah. And then some, and are, like, some are like, never tell them that you hurt your I feelings. I don't agree with that. I, think, I don't agree with yeah, that. I think you should definitely let them know that it does. It did hurt your feelings. But I do agree with the space. And that's like anything. I think you can relate that to anything. Like if somebody, somebody sends you an email, it's like, you want to just respond. You're wanting to respond to a troll. I've now learned to take minimum 24 hours. I'll write out my response in my notes. And then if I still feel that way, I'll 24 send it. hours, 24 hours. Wow. Someone's yeah. sitting there waiting for a response no, and no. you make them wait 24 no, hours. I mean, like if it's a, if it's an heated? aggressive, yeah, if it's heated yeah. and like your response is heated, I think that it's super important to wait that 24 hours because I read something somewhere that like emotions, you experience the full like range of an emotion and it's like something like 17 seconds, like your full degree of that emotion. So say it's anger, it's like an actual amount of time. And then after that amount of time is when your body is like cools off and can experience maybe more practical emotions to see outside of that one like spotlight emotion. There are many people that are sitting in jail right now because in the first 17 seconds to your numbers, and I don't know what no, those no, numbers no, are for true. Sure, for sure. They reacted yeah. instead of, and I'm going to give you some advice, Brittany. I'm going to invite you, not advice. I'm going to invite you to do this instead of waiting 24 hours, because this is something that's really cool. And I've used this numerous times. Okay. I will go to chat GPT. <laughs> okay. And I will prompt chat GPT like this. Chat GPT. <laughs> I, I'll name it. Hey, dear chat GPT. <laughs> Which is an AI, by the way. I am experiencing frustration with a colleague. 
I would like to deliver the following message to them okay. in a way that doesn't come across angry, but does get my point across. And right. here's the point that I'm trying to convey. Right. That's and interesting. Then, and then I'll send my email over. I should have It that. will read my email and it will reword it in a way that is constructive criticism, mm. but not in an anger way. I literally should have done that. And, I just sent an email. And I'm telling you, the minute I reread what it is that it writes yeah. to me, I'm like, that's exactly how I feel. Right. Like it knows the if you prompt it, knows, if you romp, yeah. if you prompt it properly yeah. and, and you give it direction, I'm trying to convey this message. Yeah. Please rewrite this. And it will. And mm -hmm. it's brilliant. So but I would highly then, recommend but, that. But even then, like, I love that idea because sometimes I find it like, I think most people, when you're angry, it's hard to articulate your feelings. Like right. if we're, if we're heated and we're in a discussion, I, I typically get like, I close off because I'm so angry. I can't even form my thoughts. Yep. So that's a really great tool to help you. And I still feel like you should wait. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. So here's what I, so we had a colleague, one of our colleagues came up to me and said, Ryan, I, I, I'm struggling. One of my customers is dealing with this thing and it's pissing me off. And yeah. I want to tell them that, like, I want to tell them to fuck off. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, well, she's like, can you read my email? So I read my email. I'm like, can you tell me what your intentions and the outcome of this email are? Mm -hmm. What are your intentions and what's the desired outcome? She's like, I'd never thought about that. I'm like, well, Never write an email without an intention and a desired outcome mm -hmm. because you will not create the language to get the results you're looking for. You're just saying words to say words because yeah. you're angry. Then I said, let's take this to chat GPT. I did with her intentions and outcomes. It rewrote the whole thing for her. She's like, oh my God. Now she's like, I don't write like that. Right. And I said, no, you don't need to write like this. What you need to do is take this now and yeah. write it the way that you want right. to write it. Right. Change using these things. prompts. Sure. Right. Using this structure. Anyways, highly recommend that. You can't do that with your kids. Do you feel like I like really sidebar? Do you feel like the email that I just sent was like, I think it had an intention and an outcome yeah. that was respectful. Absolutely. Okay, good. Uh, that's why I said well written. I mean, I did write, I did wait three days to send it. I so. said well written. Thank you. Well written. Thanks Very so intentional and straight, clear request yes. at the end. That's right. the outcome, Got right? It. You made a, you made a bold request at the end yes. of it, which is a powerful statement. Yes. Anyways, going back to your children, when your children calls you fat, mm -hmm. like me. You can't go to ChatGPT and write them. So, when dear ChatGPT, once you've re recognized that they're saying what they're saying, they don't have a filter, and you've given yourself the time out that you need to gather your thoughts, you now move into a conversation of letting them know that they've impacted you and hurt you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when it then step three moves to step four, which is what uh, is focus on what comes after the hurtful words. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. So you understand that? Yeah. So you inform them that your feelings are hurt. This is how it impacted me. And now what is the actionable Steps. task things that are you're going to do? So would you want you want them to know that you hurt them and you want them to know what it was that they said that's hurtful and you want them to let them know there are other ways to say what it is that you're trying to say. 
I just read this and this is so hard and it's very confronting because I do this. Go do it. Do it. Read it. (laughs) Okay. So it says like when your child says hurtful things, anything that follows might fall on, on your deaf ears. But when that's where you'll find that the real issue is. So try to listen. If your child says something like, I hate you, you never let me do anything fun. You might be tempted to react like this, which is 1000% what I have done. Oh, you hate me. Wait till you see how much fun you have you have, what does that say? Wait till you see how much fun you get to have now. So it's a threat, right? Yeah. No, I do say that. Like with Coop, I'm like, oh, oh, that's what it is. Okay. Awesome. Good luck having fun later when like blah, blah, blah. And I do that. And I absolutely like it is, it is 100% an emotional reaction. I didn't give myself a timeout. I didn't do the timeout thing. So instead, but you don't follow rule number four, which is key. Yes. So instead of saying that instead of saying, Oh, you hate me. Wait till you see how much fun you get to have now. Try something like those words were rude and I won't allow you to speak to me that way, but I'm willing to listen to why you feel like I don't let you do fun things, which is like so much more powerful. And I will say like, it's so easy. Like I'm going to be real. It's so easy to see what you should have said after like in any situation, but you have to have the tools in the toolbox and we're giving you the tools here. But I honestly think the most important step that, that so far that we've went through is the timeout. Yeah, I agree with you. Like a hundred percent the timeout because you cannot think clearly. So what we're getting at here and, and, you know, Riley calling me chubby, there's nothing really for me. I can see why you think I'm chubby. (laughs) What do you think we can do about that? Right. (laughs) I, and you know what? She's not wrong. There, are, I could have a conversation with Riley and I could allow her to recognize that what she said was real. I can validate her comment. I don't like it. It doesn't make me feel good, but I can certainly validate her comment. I did not. Yeah. But I could. <laughs> and then that moves you. So essentially it's focus on the hurtful words at, or the words after. So yeah. restructure the sentence and then have a conversation about what it was that they talked to you about mm-hmm. in a in a positive way. Validate their feelings, emotions, or whatever. And that then was, no- that, that, your situation is so weird though, because I feel like I'm not fat. No, yeah, no, but it's not oh. true. But it's also like it, it wasn't like kind. Riley came to you and was like dealing with no. you know the stress of the day and like she's taking it out on you. Like it was just out of nowhere. Right. But here's the problem. If you don't do what we just walked through, number five is where the impact happens. Yes. Number five is the most important thing. Make sure your child knows that you still love them. Mm -hmm. Their hurtful words do not impact the love and care that you have for them. If you leave them with what I left Riley with, she now thinks that her and I, our relationship's not the same. I need to actually fix that when Mm -hmm. she comes back. And mend that little fence because, yes, her words were hurtful. Yes, her words were inappropriate. Yes, there's multiple ways to say those things that are entirely different that would have had a completely different outcome. Mm -hmm. But because she didn't do what she did and because I didn't do step one and two. Yeah. Now there's an impact there. And Mm -hmm. the impact is way greater than her calling me chubby. Now, I worked out this morning. (laughs) I woke up this morning, I went for a walk and then I worked out heavy and I'm, I'm going to eat clean because you know what? The thing is, the thing about Riley's comment, she's not wrong. Yes, she is. No, 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 she's not. She, she like Riley's version of me is not my current version of me. And she reacted to that. 
right? She did. And so I, the reason I'm so gutted about it is because she's telling something that's true. If I had a six pack Mm -hmm. and she said, dad, you're fat. I'd be like, Riley, you don't know what that word means. And it better be pH fat (laughs) because you're wrong. And it wouldn't hurt my feelings at all. I'm like, I, I, in my head, I'd be like, that was stupid. But because she said something that actually triggered me and actually hurt my feelings, I reacted. So she's not wrong. You know that saying, um, she just shouldn't have said it going back to the, like making sure that you know, that they, they know that you love them. Have you heard? And I, I have like, I agree with this statement, but then I'm also like, I don't know if I would word it like this, but I, I have heard people say this multiple times when you respond back with, I love you, but I don't like you very much right now. It's always love, but you cannot like them, which I think is powerful, but I actually don't think I like that. I hate that. Yeah. But a lot of people say it. I hate it. I'm like, I don't think that that's nice, especially when the kids are too young, maybe when they're teenagers and I can, and they're doing some like bad, bad shit. That's maybe something that I would be more comfortable saying. Like, I love you. I will always love you, but I don't really like the person you're being right now. Like that's definitely different, but I wouldn't maybe suggest doing that when they're this young because they don't really understand the difference between like and love. Like it's the same. I don't, I don't suggest you ever tell your kid. You yeah. Don't like I was just them. thinking about that. Cause somebody had said that the other day and I was like, I don't really like that. I can understand why someone would think it's a powerful statement if, it's old, if they're older, but the problem, the problem with a child, especially a child who's under seven is they don't hear the words you're saying. Mm-hmm. They make it mean something. And the meaning that they make is like everlasting. One second. Three, no. three, three, three. Yes, buddy. You did? Oh my God. Good job, buddy. We're almost done. Okay. Love you. That was cool. I was being a really nice mom. I was, I was like, listen, you interrupted me. I'll validate your feelings. I love that you had goldfish and avocado. Moving on. Good job, mom. (laughs) Good job. We're learning. We're learning here. Uh, Anyways. Okay. Let's go into some of the things that people have said that is funny. So we thought it would be funny to read some of these like kids say the darndest thing type things like reddits and, uh, Twitter and all of those things. Right. Cause I think, I think this is hilarious. Everyone experiences kids say kids say things on a regular basis. In fact, going back to the trailer, thing for a second i'm going to give you a perfect example of like saying things because you it makes sense as a kid to say these things but it's wildly inappropriate okay one time we were at my trailer i would have been nine ten years of age i think i've told this story before on this platform if i have great if i haven't you're gonna hear it again uh and we're out in the backyard in the backyard we're at our campsite and we got a fire pit going at night and then the trailer on a diagonal across from us also has one and my uncle likes to drink with his buddy and so we walk over there, my grandmother, myself, my cousin, my uncle, and he's talking to his buddy and his girlfriend. And so I'm sitting by the campfire and it's like built into me as a kid. And I do this on a regular basis is to try to figure out how shit works. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm like, what's the dynamic here? So I said to the woman, I said, oh, are you guys married? And she said, no, we're not married. And I said, oh, um, are you boyfriend and girlfriend? She said, nope. I said, oh, so what why are you here and she's like oh we just like to hang out and blah 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 how old were you i would have been nine maybe ten and i said oh so you're slut stop yeah are you kidding no i'm not how did you even know what that word meant because i had two older sisters one of which was five years older than me and as a a mid-teenager those were words they used on a regular basis i would not be using the timeout steps i would be like 
excuse you? So my grandmother was mortified. She like absolutely mortified, grabbed me by the wrist. This is the only time in my entire life my grandmother was like mean to me. Yeah. Grabbed me by my wrist, pulled me inside and told my grandpa what I said. Yeah. He was absolutely mortified. Like my grandfather, that's like, that's not okay. That was inappropriate. Yeah. But then my grandfather did something that I never thought I'd hear him say. He stuck up for me. He said, well, the way you have to know what she said in the way that she said it. He's like, she set him up Mm. and he just, just followed the path that she took. She led him to down this road to insinuate that she's here just to have sex with the guy. So he's not wrong. Yeah, I think it's like one of those things where your intention as a nine or 10 year old wasn't to like sexually exploit her because you don't really know the impact of your words. You just know that if somebody is going to be there with a guy that led to sex, your interpretation of that was the word slut. Unfortunately, and fortunately today, that word is not used as much anymore because it's just ridiculous. Like (laughs) it is what it is. And like there there was nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But as a nine year old, she wasn't married to him. She wasn't his girlfriend and they were there just to have sex. I'm surprised that your grandfather was like, in my, in my mind, that meant that she was, she was a, floozy that's right? ridiculous anyways i said that i shouldn't have said that no. but but that was funny that was funny okay so here's one here's one I, I think is really funny okay when my brother was little he asked my aunt how she how she can make the scale go so high that's so mean but like, again super super innocent yeah right yeah i read one that said uh my four-year-old niece told my mother, Grammy, I'm allergic to you wasting my time. <laughs> Sometimes kids are Speaking so of allergic, funny. I got I got allergic one. Hold on, let me pull okay. it up. Let me pull it up because that reminded me of this. My three-year-old told me that he... Oh, no, that wasn't this one. It was... Uh, oh, where was it? It was right here. Yeah. So uh, the four-year-old says to, the, to his dad, Dad, can we have a kitten? The dad says, no, I'm allergic. I can't be in the same house as cats. The son says to him, well, I think you should sleep outside then. <laughs> I lo- I just love that there's no Zero. like afterthought to them, right? Like it's so good. Okay, this is a funny one. When my brother was about 2, we were at uh we were at a full McDonald's ordering food while dad parked the car. My mom told us, "Here comes daddy, let's go hold the door for him." And my baby brother screamed, "Yes, because daddy is going to jail tomorrow." <laughs> every head swivels in our direction my poor father walks in obliviously and confused to why everyone in mcdonald's is walking at him my mom mutters to him i know everyone is staring at you but it's because your son just announced you're on your way to jail like i love that that's so funny because maybe she said something like yeah if your dad doesn't get over here like he's gonna be like you know what i mean like he's going to prison prison," or something like that i love it people are kids are hilarious so this is something along the lines of what riley said to me but in a much nicer way So this woman writes on on Twitter, because this was a Jimmy Fallon skit. Mm -hmm. She writes on Twitter, don't worry, mom. I think all your chins are pretty. (laughs) Destroying my confidence one compliment at a time. That's like Riley. Like when I, um, if I don't put mascara on, she does this thing where she's like, um, mom, like I'm not trying to be mean, but like. 
are, did you not put mascara on today? And I was like, no. She's like, yeah, I can tell. Yeah. I'm like, fuck you. That, that was one here. That was one here. The girl said, uh, you look tired. Thank you so much. It's just a nice way of saying you look like shit. And adults say that too. Nobody wants to hear they no. look tired. Just no. keep Don't that do shit it. to yourself. Don't do it. No one Don't cares. Do it. If they, they know. Look, if they look tired, they probably feel tired. So fuck off. Exactly. So, uh, kindergarten, this uh, kindergarten teacher, one of our kindergarten teachers said, our kids <laughs> said to her, uh, miss, you know, you could wear makeup if you wanted to look pretty. Oh and she God. was wearing makeup. Oh my God. This is, um, <sighs> these are fun. I like these things cause kids are the best. Kids Anyways. are the absolute best. So, um, I got one more thing that I think is really funny that I said, um, one time. Okay. At bank camp. No, no, no. Because you know when you're a kid, you try to, again, you try to process things. But when I was the youngest, a youngest of three, and I was five years younger than my older sister. And so conversations happen at the dinner table and you're privy to these conversations, but you don't really know what they mean. But you don't want the world to know what you mean. In fact, when you're a super young kid, you want to tell the world everything mm. like literally because you want to want people to know that you're in the know so one time my sister laura when she was you know a teenager early teenager maybe not a teenager quite yet i don't even know she got her period and they were having a conversation her and my mom and i left the house and told my neighborhood that my sister got puberty <laughs> got puberty and i'm like my sister got puberty Aww, today oh that's so cute because i was proud of her yeah like i thought like my sister's doing something cool like just i don't know what it means the trailer and uh my sister and my is sister, in puberty my sister uh yeah she's got she's got puberty now <laughs> she's got it so she's sick with the puberty I was going to tell you another funny story, but I think we're out of time. Yeah, but that's okay. We can save them for the next podcast and we're going to talk about a movie. So we'll do our little, oh. yeah, we'll save that. We got a bunch coming up. So. Oh yeah. Anyways, kids say the darndest things. Listen uh, intently. Take a time out and don't do what Ryan does. Don't take it personal. <laughs> take a time out. Don't say fuck you. Let them know that it impacted you. <laughs> let them know that there's other ways of saying things and then let remind them that you still love them. Your yes. relationship is whole, perfect, and complete. And that you're not fat. And with that, <laughs> thanks, babe. And with that, I bid you adieu. Bye-bye. Peace out. A town. Boop, 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 boop. Hi. 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 The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.